DJ Durrell. Hey, Castro, go crazy. Yeah, so we gone. Stop, we good. Stop, chill. We on chill. Scale, huh? Let's go. Let's go. Domingo, huh? Let's go. Domingo. Take, huh? Let's go. Set, let's roll. Welcome back, everybody, to the Anything OU podcast with Chris and Drew. So, on the Sooner Summary, I'm your host, Christian Williams. I've got my man, man, Drew England. Drew, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, it's always a great day to be a Sooner. Hey, y'all might notice a little a little weird face up in here on the Sooner Summary today. We have our producer at Sooner Soup guy, Andrew Smith. How you doing, Andrew? What's going on, guys? Oh, man, we're, we're just we're rolling, man. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Real quick, before we jump into the video, go check out our boys, our sponsor at Hornstown Shop, Hornstown OU. All the links will be in the description if you want to pick up shirts from your favorite linebacker at the University of Oklahoma, Deshaun White. You can do so. He's got a pretty couple cool shirts out there. You can get a signed helmet sign football and uh, we're working on stuff so you can support us too so appreciate it if you go check them out and let's get in the video and welcome back everybody we have a lot of things to talk about today a lot of stuff happened this past weekend and as well as this crazy baker mayfield debacle of where he's going to play in the cleveland browns acquiring sean watson drew andrew let's get right into this thing man because i could talk about this baker mayfield stuff for hours there's a lot of stuff about it that really upsets me a lot of stuff from a business perspective that i understand and a lot of stuff that i don't understand so i mean what what you know drew what is what is your opinion on all this baker mayfield stuff and do you see him being a cult is that the best place for him or does he need to try to go somewhere else well, I think that's a two, two-sided two uh, deal there. Is it the best situation for him? Absolutely. Is that where he'll end up? Not sure yet. I mean, I would personally love to see him as a Colt because I think that's the best chance for him to have success right away because of all the pieces they've got. And I'll let our uh, resident Colts fan hit on that here in a minute. But, uh, yeah, I just the stuff with Cleveland, man, it's like for the front office, here's my biggest thing. Make up your freaking mind. Like, what do you want? Like, it's been not only Baker Mayfield, but years and years and years. It's not like this just happened where they're like, oh, well, here's our quarterback. We're going to ride with him. But, yeah, look at the jersey that that, that somebody's wearing with 30-something quarterbacks who have, you know, been, been X'd already. And it's like, okay, you say one thing about Baker Mayfield a couple weeks ago. He's our guy. Yeah, let's go. We're rolling with him. And then all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're talking, you know, to – you know, Deshaun's people, things like that. You know, you have a meeting with him, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, we want an adult at quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, make up make up your mind. I'm not taking anything away from Watson. Hell of a quarterback. We know all the stuff that he's got behind the scenes and, and everything like that with the, you know, obviously the criminal stuff is done now, but it's, it's all up to this, you know, lawsuit stuff, all that. So that's going to shake itself out, whatever it is. But, I mean, the Browns are now, uh, you know, stuck with him because they signed him into to a huge deal and, and moving forward, that's him. But, you know, for Baker, it's, it's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't for, for Cleveland fans. And that's the thing I have the most problem with is, all right, the dude won you a playoff game. He's done well, things like that. They want to bring this whole roster stuff to, 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 to the forefront. They're like, oh, well, look, he's got Nick Chubb. He's got this. He's got, you know, that. But they've not all been healthy for a significant amount of time. You know, his yeah. offensive line is atrocious. Like, you know, he's played hurt. He's, he's, he's battled his way through some things. And just the respect that he's not getting, that's the thing that I have the most problem with is, all right, if you don't want him, 
than just flat out say, hey, you know, let's just part ways. Let's just call it bygones, be bygones, whatever it is. And let's just say, hey, we're going to trade you. We're going to give you what you want now, things like that, and just move forward. But don't play this whole, you know, well, we want an adult and kind of, you know, backhanded comments and doing all this other yeah, stuff. And For me, it's like, you know, give the man some thing. respect because he won you a playoff game for the first time in 30 years, you know, or however, been, however long it's been for Cleveland. But, well, and like, I mean, come on. And that's my thing is that, like, I don't like it. Like, with Deshaun's, like, stuff that he has going on behind the scenes, he is a very good quarterback. As much as I hate to say it with what he does have going on behind the scenes, he's a great quarterback. He just is. You know, won national titles in college, pretty good with the Texans. Once he had his stuff going on with the Texans this past year, the Texans took a huge drop-off. And that that just shows is a couple of guys left or a couple of guys had stuff going on. The Texans shit the bed this season. And that's just – that is what happened with the Houston Texans. And – so it's, you know, it makes me frustrated because as Sooner fans, all we can be is biased. We had Baker for, what, three, four years. So obviously yeah. we're going to be with Baker until he retires. And after his retirement, he's going to be a legend on Heisman Park forever. He's forever etched in history. And he went in the NFL, you know, yes, he played very great his couple first seasons and then kind of started to dwindle down but they had injuries and like yeah. you said they didn't have an offensive line you want to look at somebody that also doesn't have an offensive line arizona cardinals don't have an offensive line tyler constantly running which is yeah, that's what he does good at but you know it's and so it's the same thing with the browns is like he won you your first playoff game and who knows how long and you've had well, this amount of like consistency and just respect not, across the forget. NFL. Well, I knew as soon as he got drafted to Cleveland, I was like, oh, you know, this is not going to be a, you know, a match made in heaven. Let's not forget he had four coaches in four seasons. Right. Four different freaking coordinators. And that's the thing that I don't understand is people are blaming it all on Baker, which I get. I get the quarterback controls the ball the most. You're going to blame it on your quarterback. But when you have four different coaches all four years in your NFL and you still are struggling, it's the organizational's fault, everybody. Hmm. Maybe the well, Browns it's been organization like that. It's is not still like trash. This, since it's not like it's happened since Baker got there. Right, is, Cleveland has long before been in the dumpster, long, long before Baker Mayfield was even born. Yeah, and so it's it's not that this to pin it all on Baker and say, oh, well, it's like, what have you done for me lately? I get it. Your fans are, you know, whatever it is. I'm not a Cleveland Browns fan. I got some people that are that are just like they have these unrealistic expectations of. Like, oh, we're going to go out and get an adult at quarterback. Well, you haven't had that in 40 years or however long, so what's going to change now? Okay, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's coming into town. What are you going to do to help him? You know? Yeah. And so it'll be interesting. I'm still going to follow that with the, with the Browns because, I mean, I don't want him to fall flat on his face, you know, because he's a, I like him as a quarterback. But at the same time, it's like, all right, you guys, you guys as a front office need to start doing some things to help, you know, your guys – around you and it's not just one person that's you know making you you know and on top of that too so in my personal opinion I think the biggest problem in Cleveland is Stefanski as the offensive coordinator Um, if you look at when he was the offensive coordinator in Minnesota he drove off Stefan Diggs because he wasn't using him right so it's honestly a very similar problem to what we had in Lincoln Riley here Uh, weren't using the wide receivers to their full potential Um, and so that's something that I think that is challenging. If you have weapons, 
and you don't use them, that's kind of why you get the whole Odell like situation um, because they're not being utilized like they should be. You have, and, and then on top of it, injuries like Jarvis and Odell were rarely on the field together. Um, <clears throat> and then you throw in the offensive line issues. Then you throw in Baker getting hurt. Then you throw in Kareem Hunt getting hurt. Um, so all these things and Cleveland just in general has this superiority complex somehow that they deserve uh, to be world beaters when they've literally been the doormat of whatever sports league they've been in almost their entire well, uh, yeah, freaking LeBron James left twice. I'm that ought to give you. Like, I mean, when LeBron's not there. When LeBron's not there, the Cavs are trash for the moment. I mean, and so they're they're accustomed to being bad, but yet they have this weird superiority complex that they deserve to be in the conversation of being the best in the league somehow. And it's like, where have you deserved that? I don't get it. Yeah. But I, as far as landing spots for Baker. Oh yeah. So to me, there's really only two places. It's Seattle or it's Indianapolis. Um, and only one of those places is set up for Baker to be successful. That doesn't mean he can't be successful uh, at the other spot, but I think Seattle is not set up as well. Obviously, Russell fought for offensive line help and wasn't getting it. Um, and so that's a real challenge there. Yep. And how long Pete Carroll's going to be there? You know, we don't know. There's that too. Um, the other kind of dark horse in this arena is Carolina. Um, we haven't heard them tied in at all, but I'm really scared about that because I don't think Matt Rule's going to last. Season. I don't think Matt Rule will last. They wouldn't. They would not mesh well again. We'll be dealing with brand new offensive yeah. coordinator again, so that's the worst. But Indianapolis, obviously, I'm biased in this sense. In this sense, but really, we have a top two running back in football. Like you just run yeah. one game title. Top two and a, and a lot better offensive line than Cleveland. Now, there's questions on the offensive line because they did not pass protect very well last year. We ran the ball very well. We've lost some offensive line. We lost one of our free agents to the Giants. We re-signed somebody. Um, and then there's some other guys that might be able to move around. There's been some offensive line in the free agency that we did not go after. So there's that. We don't have enough weapons. Yeah. We only have one wide receiver, um, and he, Michael Pittman Jr., had over a thousand yards last year. He actually had more yards uh, than the rest of wide receiver room combined last season. <clears throat> uh, yeah, but the attention, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, but then we also signed Naheem Hines uh, to a deal. He's our secondary running back. He's a pass catching running back. So we also we we remember what Baker did with um, Mixon and P Ryan back in the day with those dudes throwing the balls, uh, throwing the ball uh, on his dump off spots, which is what Wentz struggled to do. Like there were so many times where if he just simply dumped off the ball, we'd get 15 to 20 yards with the water, with the running back out of the backfield. And he just wouldn't even look that way. So yeah. that's what Baker's really good at. Not to mention also pushing the ball down the field. You got a quarterback friendly um, quarterback coach as your head coach. So there's that he's going to get further development. And on top of it, too, he's the kind of guy that Chris Ballard loves to get. Like, he's the, the competitor. And also, here's the thing, too. Ballard is not the type of guy that's going to pay attention to what the media says about someone. He's going to do his homework. So John Dorsey was the GM 
at Cleveland who drafted Baker. John Dorsey and Chris Ballard are really good friends. <clears throat> yeah. So there's a lot to this. Now, here's the other thing, too, with what you were saying earlier about how Cleveland's treating him. So they were, at first they were trying to <clears throat> show how much they didn't care about him to show Deshaun how much they needed him, wanted him. And then now when Deshaun said no, now they're trying to show Baker – I think they were truly going to trade him regardless, personally. Yeah. I think they were just trying to drive Baker's price back up. And yeah. that's what they're doing again by saying that they won't trade him the ASC and this and that. So they're really just trying to get the most value out of him. But when you've got a quarterback coming off of an injury, they just had surgery, <clears throat> who has one year left on his deal, he's a rental. Now, yeah. obviously, mm -hmm. the opportunity to, to sign him long-term, huh. but he's a rental. So he's not going to drive very much in the price, in the asking price. They Cleveland has little to no leverage in this situation. They also just signed Jacoby Brissett to be the backup um, and potential quarterback for a suspension, uh, possible suspension for Deshaun. <clears throat> so, Well, and that's the thing. That's a good point that you just brought up because – Roger Goodell is not just going to let him slide and say, oh, well, last year was a suspension. He wasn't suspended last year. He sat out last year. No, well, and he was on leave, I think. During yes, but he was not suspended. No, but he is. So what the NFL is going to do is going to hit him with the personal conduct policy. They are going to suspend him. Yeah. The question remains how many games and when yep. he appeals, how many does it get knocked down to? Exactly. You can look at one, other cases in the NFL – that there was one of these cases, one, and they've got a six-game suspension. And this man has 22, so he's going to get suspended. Yep. It just remains to be seen like, how much yep. and how much he actually serves. Well, so, and, and, and not to mention that I think Cleveland is very okay with the fact that he could get suspended for a whole season. Knowing that you've got him for four more years and you've got a really talented roster, it gives you a chance to kind of rebuild that a little bit too and get keep everybody healthy if you can. So I think they're fine yeah. with that personally with a five-year deal. But back to Baker, I think that I think that Indy is literally the perfect place for him, for him, and it's actually perfect for the Colts because we're looking for a long-term solution at quarterback. Um, and not to mention that we've had five quarterbacks in five years, so we desperately need that. Hey, and I, <laughs> I will say, um, Baker, if you want to try to come to the Cowboys, we'll we'll take you. It's it's a struggle, man. You can. I know Drew's shaking his head. I'm, I'm just I'm just kind of speaking to us Cowboys fans here. Can, like, come on, let's 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 make it happen, Mister Jerry Jones. Put your big girl pants on. But, yeah. anyways, <laughs> but the other thing too about the Colts, something that that I know Andrew knows, but you know, building, continuing to build their roster, they draft really well. They do. So that's another piece that's going to help Baker if he if he does end up in, in, uh, mistaken, in Indianapolis. If I'm not mistaken, Ballard and crew have the highest hit rate in the NFL on draft picks. Yeah. That's, so, yeah, it sets, wow. up, it sets up well for him. So, I hope, I hope he ends up in, in Indy, you know, for your sake and for – for our boy JP, so you guys would be uh, oh, JP, loving life. So JP and I have already talked about it. Like, yeah, <laughs> we may be doing a Colts podcast uh, if Baker's there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hey, uh, real quick, guys, let's get into this other stuff that happened across Norman this week. And obviously, you got all the all the kiddos, all the all the students there. They're on spring break, and uh, you guys had the pleasure of going to baseball, softball, basketball games. Kind of talk about what that was like. Yeah, I'm a, I was in town, uh, took, uh, 
Friday and went to uh, some softball games. Uh, got a chance to hang out with Andrew there at game two, me, him, and our, our guy, Douglas Miles, on, on the Twitter, Twitter spaces. The Twitter fam got together and uh, had a good time, had Senior OU and Mr. OU and a little crowd over there. We were on the on the TV a little bit. We had some people tweeting at us and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. Uh, man, that softball team, holy moly, dude, they are just – I don't even know like what to say because we're all Sooner fans. We all know what's going on, but hey, my my I tweet mean, still stands. It's OU softball, and then everyone else is competing. Yeah, that's that's the best way to stands. describe it but right the, now. The other thing too is like, so it seemed for a while like the team was kind of struggling, and Patty. Even I just read an article recently that Patty was trying to figure out like you know what was going on, like why why are we struggling? And after this least couple of games that I've seen. I think it was Jossie's home run record. Everybody was feeling the pressure. She was feeling the pressure trying to do it. And because they weren't pitching to her, everybody else felt pressure that they had to be just as like, they had to be better because they were missing her, you know? So well, as just, much as you can say that like that record doesn't matter, it, it does. You want that record. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But I think the thing is, is like this weekend, they're playing a lot more loose. No. Just yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. So the tension was almost like very, broke. very dangerous for people. Like, I mean, so we scored eight runs in the first inning in the second game yesterday. Yes. Um, so yeah, they, they are just absolutely world beaters and the, those girls are amazing. Um, the pitching's doing great. Like uh, Hope Troutwine had nine K's through four innings yesterday. Hope is dope. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like they're, they're just doing awesome. Like the only thing that they could clean up a little bit more would be the defense. Um, so there's been a couple of mistakes there. But, I mean, those are going to happen. Like even the great defenders, you're going to get a bad hop. You're going to, you know, whatever. So yeah. I think um, T.R.A. Jennings had the second error of her career this weekend. Yeah. Like a sophomore. <laughs> like so it's not going to yeah. happen often. It's going to happen. But um, they seem to be really having fun. Uh, and focused and I know Patty said that she kind of likes them to lose a game towards the middle of the end of the year get them ready for uh, for the postseason play it blows my mind because of the fact that no coach in history wants their should want their team to lose but she knows that they might not <laughs> and yeah. so she doesn't want their egos to get yeah down. so it's kind of crazy yeah. Yeah. And real quick, guys, let's talk about these basketball games because we had quite we had quite the stuff going on this weekend. Yeah, Drew and I both went to the ladies game last night. The LNC uh was lit. Like that was one of the loudest crowds I've ever heard. It wasn't as full as I would like it to see. So make sure you go check them out on Monday because we won. It was a lot closer of a game uh, than I would like for a 413. Um, but they were a tough team. They they had us on um length and size in the paint. Um, and also perimeter defense. We really didn't get to shoot that many threes, um, but they came on late. Uh, T-Rob hit some big shots. Um, she scored in the 20 points. I think we had two girls in the 20s. Yep. Uh, the crowd was raucous. <clears throat> you know, I was talking mess to the band. It was awesome. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, if y'all didn't know, Andrew likes to talk a lot of mess at basketball games, apparently, from sources can confirm, and the source is Andrew, so – it's, uh, it, it was very out of character for me, but uh, <laughs> they set me off and uh, they started something they couldn't finish. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I was, uh, I was actually sitting like mid court cause Andrew's over where the students usually sat and, and there were bits and pieces I could hear from where I was sitting. And uh, so it was, it was funny. Um, 
had a good time with that. But the guys, man, they uh, had a good win against uh, Missouri State the other night. Um, Mo Gibson, you know, on fire. Um, tonight is uh, the game at uh, 7 o'clock against St. Bonaventure at the LNC. I think that place will be pretty lit. Um, so it's kind of cool to have two tournament games back-to-back in the LNC. I don't think that's ever happened, or it's it's been a while since it's happened. But uh, it'll be a fun atmosphere. I'm glad I'm in town this weekend and, and taking in some of these games. Um, but, yeah, tonight uh, tonight will be cool. So uh, Yeah, I yeah, feel like it's going to be – it could be a – for the men's game tonight, it could be a – it could be a two-sided thing to where a bunch of the a bunch of the students are probably driving back today because of spring break. So it could be super packed or it could probably not be packed. And that's just like, that's just the blank reality of it. But yeah, I mean, student nation, the, I hope everyone's brackets is doing as great as mine is because mine, mine's in the, mine's in the trenches right now. It's doing horrible. But I think everybody's it, brackets in the trenches right now. Yeah. yeah. So. Kentucky ruined everything. Last like, night though, like it was a 9 PM tip and it was really full. So being a seven o'clock game tonight, I have really high high hopes for the crowd. Yeah, cool. I had the opportunity to uh, check out the baseball game yesterday. Uh, it was a great day. I know I was. We were cold a little bit there at the softball game Friday night, but yesterday was nice. Uh, Seventy degrees, a little wind. Um, bats were hot. I mean, we uh, we started off. You know, it was a good rebound from from the night before. New Orleans got us in that first game. Um, pitching, starting pitching was good. The Sandman. Um, David Sandlin started out, um, pitched really well. And then, you know, our, our kind of our, our Achilles right now is the bullpen. You know, we just can't shut the door and, and, uh, sometimes let these teams linger around a little bit. And, uh, yeah. And yesterday, like, you know, the bullpen, um, it was 13 to eight and we were cruising for the, for the pretty much the whole game. And then, you know, they hit a three run Homer, a couple other base hits and stuff like that. Just like letting them hang around, um, with teams like that, no disrespect to New Orleans, but we've got to put those teams to bed because it's not going to get any easier. The two Big 12 series coming right out of the gate uh, next weekend uh, against uh, Baylor and then Globe Life Park against uh, UT. I mean, those are probably two one of the two top teams in the in the conference. So uh, we're going to get a get a good test right out of the Big 12 uh, gate here in the next couple of weeks. So, um, but all good things. A lot, a lot of. A lot of good things. Uh, Max McGuire, son of Mark McGuire, plays on the uh, OU baseball team. He had a couple RBIs yesterday, doing really well. He's a freshman. So a lot of good things, but uh, definitely I think the bullpen is something we uh, we got to clean up here hey, moving and, forward. And real quick for you two, because y'all are big baseball guys, and as, as y'all know, Sooner Nation, I am not. So I'm a softball guy. What do y'all expect this team to do this year? I mean, as far as, you know, conference and everything after, and even record, if you want to go as far into that, I mean, what, what is y'all's expectation for the baseball team this year? I mean, for me, it's like I just said, those two series coming out of the gate, we're going to learn a lot about our team right away as far as conference. And so kind of after that, I'll, I'll kind of look at it and, and, and assess it a little bit and see, you know, if, it, if, you know, the bullpen still continues to struggle. You know, if the bats don't continue to, to work, obviously, you know, there's some things. But, yeah, two, two tough series coming right out for conference play. Yeah, for me, like, honestly, we didn't have very high expectations coming into this. Pitching was early on. So we're like, okay, well, maybe we'll raise the ceiling a little bit for expectations. Um, but now the bullpen's really struggling. Um, so our starting pitching is has still been there. So – um, but our bats struggled really early and now they're starting. 
improvement from last year. That's really all you can hope for is just improve from last year, take a step forward, um, keep recruiting. We've got some good guys coming in. Um, so it, there's, it's a good positive step for the program is all we can ask for, but try not to do too much as far as expectations of like a record or, you know, placement in the big 12. Like, yeah, you can have goals, but those expectations, like, I think like probably top half is what you're hoping for uh, in the big 12. Cause the big 12 is really strong in baseball. Yeah. And then with baseball too, it's, it's and Andrew knows this as well as anybody it's, it's, it's literally game to game series to series, you know, to, to kind of figure out where you're at and you take it like in that small little, um, you know, a season within a season, basically. It's like, all right, this weekend we're focused here. All right, let's, let's take two out of three. Let's win a series. Um, that's what I would love for us to do is, is start, you know, like today, you know, we're, you know, recording this on Sunday. We, we got the finale with New Orleans. Uh, get a chance to go out there this afternoon and check them out. Need to, need to catch this one. If we go get two out of three at home, after losing game one, After that's a that's one. a building block. Yeah, exactly. That's huge. So, yeah, for sure. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and real quick, Student Nation, we won the Big Twelve Championship in gymnastics. I fully expected this this squad at the beginning of the season to do so. Um, we kind of have the best people out there. And, um, dude, it's just perfect 10 after perfect 10 after perfect 10 and just amazing runs and amazing things that are going on over there. You know, we, pro- we definitely have the best gymnastics program, no question about it. And uh, I fully expect us to keep adding to our hardware. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to see, not because of, you know, or use a football school, but it's cool to see all these other sports, like, starting to come together now, like, gymnastics has been here in the background, but they're starting to get more daylight and more, you know, press and stuff like that, baseballs, you know, they're, they're, they're in the process getting better, softball is just, I mean, they're on a different level, basketball is getting better, women's basketball is getting better, and so kind of what we touched on last week, just the University of Oklahoma's athletics as a whole is getting better, wrestling is getting better, you know, you got golf who's killing it right now. And um, so it's just cool to see. And it's always fun to be in Norman. And it's always, as Drew likes to say, a good day to be a Sooner. So that's everything I got. Uh, Drew, you got anything, man? No, man, I'm just excited for the basketball game tonight uh, to see everybody. If you're there, uh, hit me and Andrew up. We'll be be around. Andrew will be yelling at uh, yelling at the band again or something. I don't know what, what we'll do, but uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a good time at the LNC tonight. For sure. Hey, and real quick, guys, uh, I know we prefaced it on the intro. Go check out Horns Down Shop. You've been seeing pop-ups throughout this video, their T-shirts and stuff like that. And uh, we would really appreciate it. They are a sponsor of the podcast. They help keep us going as far as ideas, stuff like that. There's a lot of good things in the works behind the scenes that we will announce here in the upcoming future. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this Sooner Summary. You know, we, we got to bring on our producer, Mr. Andrew Smith. So that was that's always fun to get uh, a new face to the a new face on the podcast. And uh, he does a lot of good work for us. So Andrew, we do appreciate you. So that's all I got. And uh, if y'all have anything you all want to leave the people with, man. I know it's going to come out later, but Lindsey Elam just hit a three run home run that, so there's the fence uh, in, in the game. And then there's like the behind the fence, her home run just hit the base of the back wall. Nice. Bomb. That's been everything on the Anything You podcast, Kristen Drew Show for the Sooner Summary. We really appreciate you for coming by. And again, I'm your host, Kristen Williams. I have my main man, Drew England. Drew, you got anything you want to leave the people with? 
Hey, as always, thanks so much for the support, for the likes, the follows, everything like that. If you haven't already, hit our social media up, follow us, like it, give us a retweet, stuff like that. We really appreciate it. Uh, also, if you haven't yet, head on over to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button, bell for notifications. Always coming out with some, some good stuff. Uh, that Tanner Mordecai video will be dropping this week. So we were excited uh, to have him on. Some other stuff coming up. Spring game is, is right around the corner. We got some cool stuff in the works for that. Um, but as always, you know, boomer. Sooner.